Traveling for college hoops this year? Pro tip, stay at Graduate Hotels. They're obsessed with college basketball just like us. Each Graduate Hotel is like a shrine to the local team with lots of cool details for alumni, nods to school colors, mascots. Why would you stay anywhere else? They have 30-plus hotels in the best college towns, and get this, you can save up to 30% off with code Doug. That's my name, Doug. Good at any Graduate Hotel location, anytime up to 30% off. So, here's what you do. Book your stays at graduatehotels.com. That's graduatehotels.com. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm John Seifer. And I'm Jerry O'Shea. We spent over 30 years in the CIA uncovering global conspiracies. Conspiracies aren't just a theory to us, which is why we started our podcast, Mission Implausible. Everyone has questions about conspiracy theories, but with our background, we can actually answer those questions. Anyone can just start screaming about microchips and Jewish space lasers, but it's our mission to remove the bull and get down to what's real. Listen to Mission Implausible on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 5 Eastern, 12 to Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Boom! What up, America? Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Coming to you from the Tyrac.com studios, Tyrac.com. Well, if you get there, unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, over 10,000 recommended installers, TireRack.com, sway tire buying should be. Welcome in. So, um, funny thing happened on the way to the coronation of Bill Belichick or Mike Vrabel or even Ben Johnson being a head coach. They didn't get jobs. Instead, Dan Quinn gets the job. Dan Quinn gets the job. So, uh, look, if you want to look at resume, it makes a whole lot of sense, right? Because Dan Quinn has um, everybody, I think, respected the defense of the Dallas Cowboys the past couple years since he's been there. That's, you know, kind of quietly been their strength. He's also been a head coach before with the Atlanta Falcons. Um, and he's won a Super Bowl with the Seattle Seahawks as their defensive coordinator. So he's built great defenses. He's been a head coach before. He has the experience. And he's actually coached in that division. There's, there's nothing not to like about Dan Quinn other than this idea that, well, he's a defensive guy. Well, Vrabel's a defensive guy. Belichick's a defensive guy. Uh, Seattle just hired, right? Just hired a defensive guy. It is interesting, though, on how, you know, how you choose to rebuild. And I've said this in regards to whether it's me, anybody else, anyone who's building a coaching staff. Like it, it really isn't rocket science. Find people who know what you don't know and that you trust and you think they're good and then empower them to do their work. And look, Dan Quinn's success or failure is largely going to be based upon what they do at the quarterback position. I mean, that's the reality of it. And, you know, he'll have this window now where, especially if they draft a quarterback and play a quarterback, remember that rookie quarterback 
is on that rookie contract and years one through four are not really, they don't really hurt you at all on the salary cap. So you can build an entire roster and hopefully the quarterback by the time they get to that second contract is a, is leading you to the playoffs. It's just really interesting on how we, we've taken this well, offensive coaches. Yeah, that's the way to go. I, I don't even understand that. Because, yeah, there's been some good offensive coaches. There's been some good defensive coaches. LaFleur has obviously done an outstanding job with the Green Bay Packers. He has. He's stabilized their offense. Uh, you know, Aaron Rodgers won two MVPs, and look at what, how, how well Jordan loved it. But they didn't do anything until their defense made plays in the playoffs. And let's see what happens as they got to replace the defense coordinator. Now, Kyle Shanahan, clearly an offensive guy, but he's employed really good defensive guys. Um, John Harbaugh, who, of course, lost in the AFC Championship game, he's a former special teams coach. And he's had a litany of defensive minds and a couple different offensive minds as well. Kansas City Chiefs, Andy Reid, clearly mostly offensive. But he has a former head coach and Steve Spagnuolo, who's a defensive wizard doing his defense. And then, you know, you have Dan Campbell, who's a former tight ends coach, more of a motivational guy, doesn't really get into the coordinating sort of thing. It's just weird, though, right, that, that somehow the media convinced everybody or maybe the numbers convinced everybody that you have to go offensive. And I don't know if that's really the case. Does it get you fired up if you're a commanders fan? Yeah, no, but that's not the way that NFL coaching works. NFL coaching isn't about being excited about a guy, about a head coach. It really isn't. It's about finding the right coach for the right time and then helping get the right kind of culture and mantra and attitude. And like, look, if, if you don't like Dan Quinn, okay, you don't have to. But I think anyone could see he did a great job in Seattle. Uh, when they went to the Super Bowl in Atlanta, right? When they went to the Super Bowl in Atlanta, um, that was a defense that flew around the field. And what he's been able to do in Dallas with that defense, they take some chances. They go after some stuff. They're not great, but they are undersized and they fly around. I think if you're, I think if you're Washington, you should be excited. But again, you got to have the personnel to go with it. It is weird though that Belichick and I, I respect this about Belichick. Like if Belichick was just like, I only want to do it if I can do it my way. And they're like, ah, well, you don't want to do it your way. Like, okay. Vrabel's the interesting one to me because I thought coach is coach. Everybody thinks he's a hell of a coach. And then, and then McDon- McDonald, um, I only thought that was a done deal because everybody said it was, they thought it was a done deal. Byer, what do you think of the most ex- um, interesting or, yeah, let's just say interesting because we don't know what's good and what's bad. What's the most interesting hired made? Under the radar, uh, I think it's in Carolina with Dave Canales because of what are you going to do with Bryce Young? I think that Harbaugh is the headliner, and I do think that the Seahawks are a marquee job. And 
even if the commander's hire isn't as flashy, it's still a strong fan base. Um, I, I mean, we're talking in a season that I now really for his career, Bryce Young is going to be compared to C.J. Stroud, and what has happened there. So if you're Carolina, and by the way, again, with the draft coming up this in late April. You've traded your number one overall pick to the Bears for Bryce Young, and that number one overall pick will very likely be Caleb Williams. So now if you're Dave Canales, you have got to make something out of Bryce Young. And I think that that is you know, full shakeup there. We've seen instability uh, with everything that's been under Dave Tepper as an owner, change after change after change. I mean, that's, that is a decision that could alter a franchise for a you know, a decade if they don't make something work with Bryce Young. Because not only did you not get C.J. Stroud or you made the wrong hires, you've also then gave this pick. So I think having Dave Canales work with Bryce Young is something that is we're not like focusing on in terms of the hiring process, but I think it's a really big deal in the NFL. I agree as well. I think the Canales thing is going to be interesting – uh, Jay Stu, do you want to tell everybody why he's your favorite coaching hire ever? I mean, that story that came out yesterday. I don't know. I don't know wh- who was holding Bath on that story. He writes an entire book with his wife about his addiction to pornography and substances and how they overcame it with faith. And all of this comes out after he's been hired. Yeah. I mean, think about just how great a candidate he must be to for the Panthers to have read that book and be like, man. You've been through it. He must be just an amazingly, uh, I don't know, positive and inspiring guy on the other side here. Uh, but no, it's an it, it's an incredible story, and I don't know why we just know about it unless I, I missed it. I mean, well, I, I missed did, it too. I, <laughs> I, I I didn't. I saw it today. I didn't know that existed beforehand. Right? Did did anybody know that existed beforehand? That was one of those like, really? You wrote a book. And he's with the Seahawks for a while, and I did I didn't even realize it. No, and he's only thirty seven. I mean, he's not yeah. he's not not sure. like he's a no I, anyone knew who he was. Super young guy. I think but yeah, book. I mean, like, listen, you only take that job, right? You have to take that job and either have complete faith in Bryce Young or lie your ass off and go like, "Hey, I can I can do it. I can do it." Right, and and because there's no way, like you said, they're they're stuck. They can't draft anybody. They got to draft a team around him. So I'm guessing because he's Tepper. Tepper was the one that wanted Bryce Young. Tepper wants him to fix fix Bryce Young. You know this Quinn hire as well as is one that right now is where it's really. I just saw a draft. Uh, excuse me, not a draft grade, but a coaching grade on all the hires. And I'll, I'll just say this: CBSSports.com had a draft yeah. grade of all the hires, and they gave Dan Quinn a D plus. And it very, it may be a D plus in the end. Who knows? But if they go eleven and six next season, none of it's going to matter. What this coaching hiring is, I, I think now is how do I find my next Kyle Shanahan? And anything less than finding your next Kyle Shanahan is kind of a disappointment. Which is why I think Ben Johnson is such a hot name. Uh, you know, we've talked about the ramifications of hiring offense versus defense, but when you really get into the actual nuts and bolts of a season, doesn't matter as much. 
We just, at this point, if you're hiring a head coach, and I'm guilty of it being a Seahawks fan as well, of being like, okay, what guy are we going to hire that's going to dominate the NFL for the next decade that no other team is going to be able to match, you know, game in and game out or season in and season out, and we're always going to be there? Like, that's your home run hope. But in reality, when the season comes around, if Washington's winning football games, they're not going to care that they didn't want Dan Quinn as their head coach or weren't jazzed about it. Well, I, I think it's you, you bring up a great point. Like, um, he's a D. Did you say D minus? Is that what they said? They D gave minus? him a D plus. D oh D plus. D plus. By the way, a D plus is a grade that doesn't exist. No one actually gives D plus. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Yes. No one, no one ever. I would love to see if there's ever a report card ever that gave a D plus, C minus for sure. D plus that doesn't exist. Anyway, like we've reached the world of ridiculousness. The guy built the Legion of Boom, or was the one of the architects of the Legion of Boom, at least as the defensive coordinator in Seattle. They went to the Super Bowl in Atlanta, and in Dallas, the defense has been outstanding the past two years. And you give it a. D plus, like what? What? I mean, what amount of grading? Who would have been better? What you like, Ben Johnson? He's never been a head coach before, and oh yeah, by the way, his he appears to be great. Like I'd love, I'd love to see what he does as a head coach. But Dan Quinn has been just as successful as a defensive coordinator as Ben Johnson has been as an offensive coordinator, and he's been to head, been a head coach and gone to the Super Bowl. Like, what are we doing? I, I think it's a great hire. I just do. Um, I don't know Dan personally. I do know that like Micah Parsons loves playing for him. Part of it is you got to have guys. You want to be a head coach, you got to have guys that people yeah. love playing for. Yep. Um, and, you know, th- remember who his offensive coordinator was when he was in Atlanta, when he went to the Super Bowl, Kyle Shanahan, which shows me that one, he understands the talent and, and play calling. And two, he's not a hands-on with the offensive sort of guy. So, I, Dan Quinn, a D-plus is comedy. It's pure, pure comedy. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family vgw group no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus good song the Johnny Carson theme, right? Hey, who wrote that? Skip, who do you think? It's your buddy. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get our way. A brand new show from My Heart Podcast where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. Hear about Michael Bublé's entrance into show business. And get business insight from Mark Burnett. Find out what scares my son-in-law, Jason Bateman. And discover the bragging rights that come with beating Michael Jordan at golf. Together, we know just about everybody, including sitting presidents. So join us as we ask the questions they've not been asked before. 
tell it like it is, and even sing a song or two. This is our podcast, and we're going to do it our way. Listen to Our Way on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm John Seifer. And I'm Jerry O'Shea. We spent over 30 years in the CIA uncovering global conspiracies. Conspiracies aren't just a theory to us, which is why we started our podcast, Mission Implausible. Everyone has questions about conspiracy theories, but with our background, we can actually answer those questions. We break open modern day conspiracies and tell you which elements may be the real deal. Like, did Bill Gates use COVID vaccines to microchip us all? We all do have tracking devices. Mm -hmm. We carry them around. We spend a lot of money on them. And what's actually on Hunter Biden's laptop? You are talking to the guy that has three of Hunter Biden's laptops and cell phone. And what did the deep state build under Denver airport? Do you think there are secret bunkers? That's just on my list of questions I have about Jesse Ventura. It's our mission to get to the heart of these conspiracy theories and figure out the why, the how, and especially the if. Listen to Mission Implausible on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Snug Alley Show, Fox Sports Radio. Josh Lucas will join us upcoming in about seven or eight minutes. Former director of player personnel with the Chicago Bears. Get an update from Dan Beyer, but... Wait, Dan Quinn leaves the Cowboys, goes to the Commanders. Let's talk about the Cowboys. Why? Well, because they're the Cowboys. Okay, so uh, two different things with the Cowboys going on. Two different things going on with the Cowboys that we got to talk about. Um... First, Dan Quinn leaves. So what happens to their defensive coordinator position, right? That's a fascinating deal as Adam Peters has hired Dan Quinn as their their head coach. So who immediately takes over? I mean, wouldn't that be a great spot for Mike Brabel? Wouldn't it? Um, and now you could also sit there and go, hey, if you hire Vrabel, is he looking over the shoulder of the head coach to ultimately be the head coach? But again, that's where Jerry has said, I want to go all in. I don't care. Like, I think that's what he means. I think that's what he means. And also the ability to hire your own defense coordinator. This is one of the things that, you know, people ask. Why guys take, why guys turn down jobs, and of course the Cowboys job in terms of um, who would actually take it over the years. And some of it comes down to a decision like this. Am I going to be allowed to pick my own defense coordinator? You know, am I going to be allowed to pick my own defense coordinator? I think Vrabel's the perfect hire there. I mean, I don't think they can get Belichick to be a defense coordinator. That would be amazing if you did, right? How crazy would that be? But Vrabel, that makes a lot of sense. A lot of sense. I want to play for you something that Micah Parsons said on his podcast. So everybody has will draw their own opinion of this. And we'll go around the room here a little bit. And I'll ask what you guys think Micah Parsons is saying. But this is Micah Parsons on his own podcast talking about how he thought he played against the Packers. 
at the end of the day, we were just outperformed, out-schemed. They had an answer for everything. People saying, well, why ain't you go to linebacker? Because they said you could stop the run. Well, guess what? The packages are in for me to go to linebacker. There's multiple packages, multiple variations. But I can only play what it's called. Whatever they're calling, whoever personnel they're putting on, I'm not putting out personnel. I'm not putting out the calls. There, nothing's coming from me. I do see a Super Bowl in my future. I want to be a Super Bowl champion. I challenge anyone to actually go look at the game film and say, did Micah play his heart out? To go out like that at home was completely embarrassing and unacceptable. It took me a while to even be able to show my face in the public. Okay, so uh, I'll tell you what I heard in a second, but I want to give these guys a chance. Okay, Bayer, let me start with you. What did you hear from Micah Parsons? I heard Micah Parsons trying to defend himself towards the people that were saying the stuff on social media or reaching out to him. Like I think that it wasn't throwing the team under the bus. He was just trying to explain why maybe he wasn't in certain positions. He, he did. It. There was a little bit of Hey, we got the scheme. We have the packages in for me to be a linebacker. I just wasn't there. There was a little bit of a Dan Quinn, what are you calling? But okay. Um, Jay Stu, what'd you hear? Um, kind of like Dan said, I think he's defending uh, himself against probably social media haters. And he just doesn't do a great job of not throwing the coaches under the bus. In other words, maybe if there was somebody there who could follow up with a question, maybe they could have gotten a little more clarity. But yeah, it was it wasn't well said. It was misspoken, I think. But I don't think his intentions were bad. Profet, what about you? So, it it does it does feel like the first inclination on there is that he is talking about the schemes, and I'm sure maybe there is a question of Micah if he's if like why isn't I'm be, why are why am I not being used in those schemes? But yeah, ultimately. It is a lot of, I agree with Dan, it is a lot of defending himself in that regard. I think these guys, you know, these these podcasts they have for themselves, they get a lot of questions, and I don't think they're thinking really in terms of what it means for the rest of the defense for the Cowboys. They're talking more on themselves there. So here's the thing. Social media and new media combined to give us these abject disasters. Right. Abject disasters, because the way I hear it is the way that you guys hear it is that he's really backpedaling, being defensive. Hey, nobody can look at that film and say, I didn't play my ass. I'm like, I don't remember anybody saying otherwise. And by the way, you're commenting on people's comments on social media. They don't matter. Like somebody said, pull Mike aside. These people don't matter. They don't matter. The only thing that matters is really how your coaching staff saw you perform and your front office because they're going to compensate you at the level of your performance. That's that's how it works. And and how the rest of the league sees you as well because that's going to create the market for you. And everybody thinks he's one of the five best defensive players in the league, maybe one of the five best players in the league. So uh, you're really wasting a ton of energy. But this is an abject disaster because I could listen to that and go like, if I didn't know he didn't that he really liked Dan Quinn, if I didn't know that he was really happy being a Dallas Cowboy, I would say that, man, he really threw Dan Quinn under the bus. 
Well, we have the, the packages in, but I I wasn't playing that position. So apparently somebody didn't think I was valuable. Like, come on, dude, what are we doing? And even though PR teams can be annoying to people on our side and overprotective, like he's exposing himself to sound very immature. You're going back at haters on Twitter? Why? What's the win there? Um, I, I think that it, it, this is why you need some, you need somebody who knows what they're doing to be on a pod with you. Somebody to hear that and go, uh, can I, and he's, Mike has had several different instances that we've played more on the podcast only version, by the way, download the podcast. When we get done with the show, we go right to a, an hour podcast. And then this show you can download on podcast anytime you want. Type in Doug Gottlieb, subscribe, download, rate, review. But I just, I look at this and I'm like this, there's no reason to create any sort of strife between uh, Micah Parsons and the coaching staff. And yet it was created because he wants to defend himself against social media on his own podcast. I don't, I don't get it. Josh Lucas joins us. He's director of, of player personnel or former director of player personnel with the Chicago Bears. He joins us in the Doug Gottlieb show. Um, I'm going to play for you. This is this is Micah Parsons on his podcast responding to some questions on Twitter. At the end of the day, we were just outperformed, out-schemed. They had an answer for everything. People saying, well, why ain't you go to linebacker? Because they said you could stop the run. Well, guess what? The packages are in for me to go to linebacker. There's multiple packages, multiple variations. But I can only play what it's called. Whatever they're calling, whoever personnel they're putting on, I'm not putting out personnel. I'm not putting out the calls. They're, nothing's coming from me. I do see a Super Bowl in my future. I want to be a Super Bowl champion. I challenge anyone to actually go look at the game film and say, did Micah play his heart out? To go out like that at home was completely embarrassing and unacceptable. It took me a while to even be able to show my face in the public. Uh, what do you think of what he said? More about the the schemes being in, but he wasn't being used that way. Yeah, I think Micah needs some lessons in, you know, some PR. Um, you know, no reason to to air out in house stuff like that. You know, and and just knowing the player coming out, unreal talent. There was no no one questioned the player's ability to to be an impact player in the NFL, but there was a lot of other questions uh, surrounding Micah and his character and his makeup. And um, I just think if he's got issues, the way he's being used or plays that are being called, um, you know, that's got to stay in house. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it just causes distraction and it's, it's, it's complete opposite of team building and team chemistry. There's no reason to have a, a, individual podcast each week, you know, trying to defend your play. Everyone knows he's a great player. Um, you know, so I would have a, a major problem with that if I was inside that building. Yeah. I, I don't understand why. I don't understand why he needs a podcast. Period. Like what, what, what is, what is somebody's going to have to explain to me what the upside of a podcast for a superstar NFL player is. Dallas Cowboys, you know, since I've been around the league, you know, for for 20 years, 
have have drafted a lot of players that um, had high end ability. No one questioned it whether they'd be able to impact the game uh, in a favorable way, um, but had some off the field character issues, makeup issues, you know, whatever it was, and they've done a hell of a job with uh, bringing those guys in and, um, you know, managing them and getting them to buy into to what their culture is and without a ton of distraction. Um, and I'm very surprised they haven't reined this in, um, you know, after it's been going on for a year. You know, it's just it's too much to have to worry about what one person's going to say about your team um, that's in your own locker room, you know, after every win and every every loss. You know, the, the microscope's already on that team enough. Uh, he doesn't have to add to it, and I'm I'm very surprised from from whoever, you know, top the owner down that that they don't cut that off. Um, Dan Quinn to the Commanders, who replaces him in Dallas? Oh, as the DC, that's you know, that's you know something. I'll just be honest with you. I don't I don't I don't know enough about who's on their current staff and 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 who's floating around. Is, would would Vrabel um, work? Uh, yeah, absolutely. But you're talking about one of the top, um, you know, overall coaches in the NFL um, who's proven to be a good DC. Um, I think Rabel works in 32 buildings. You know, there's not a, he's not a, a unique, you know, niche type coach that needs to be in a certain spot. They have so much talent on all three levels of that defense. Need to get a little bit better in the middle, especially with Van Der Esch's issues. But um, does he want to do that? You know, I mean, I, I see Vrabel still as a more a coveted head coach. head coach that's just you know looking for the right spot. You know, if if they could if they could land Mike Vrabel as their DC, I mean, now you just addition. You know, you know, I think that would be a huge upgrade for them. And I shouldn't say a huge upgrade for them because Dan Quinn's a hell of a coach as well. But it would be an outstanding addition for them. Um, and and you know you're bringing identity, toughness, and and uh, uh, a definite edge to your to your defense. It's already got some premier players on it. What um, what hire has people scratching their heads the most in the NFL? You know, we talked about it a little bit last week. I thought Carolina was a little premature. Um, you know, the coordinator in Tampa, you know, with just really one year of calling plays. Um, I know he had success with Baker, um, but, you know, I didn't see him as a, 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 a head coach coordinator, head coach candidate after just one year of having success calling plays. You know, I, I thought that was a little bit um, risky considering they have a, a – a franchise quarterback who, who who they want to be a franchise quarterback that's going into his second year. I thought they would go with somebody more established, um, but obviously they must have been extremely impressed with not only his work on the field, but he must have interviewed really well. And um, to me, that was the one that was the biggest surprise. Stug out, and then and then the the availability of obviously two premier head coaches and and Belichick and Vrabel. I think that's almost been just as big of a story. Yeah, no, that's it. Why do you think Belichick's done? Do I think he's done? No, I don't think he's going to go out the way, um, you know, these last two to three years have transpired. Um, You know, he's obviously a coach that 
we'll have the luxury to to sit and you know join the CBS or Fox crew for you know a year and and kind of like Sean Payton just kind of kind of monitor what's going around the league and uh, have a little more time to understand you know what he wants and and where he wants to be and uh, what you know obviously what he's going to have to give up. Uh, uh, as far as control of of 100% of the operation, um, because that's probably uh, not going to happen. But you know, just based on how it went when he had full control of the operation. Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Okay, let's get back to Carolina. Canales gets the job. They don't have their first round pick. The owner wanted them to draft Bryce Young. So obviously, Canales has said, "Hey, you don't take that job unless you convince them." I can I can fix him. Can you fix the Bryce Young thing? Yeah, that's going to require a tremendous amount of heavy lifting building around Bryce Young. The the negatives, the lack of size, arm strength, play strength are always going to limit his ceiling, Doug. And he, to me... Is it's almost impossible for me to see him becoming one of these transcendent quarterbacks that can lift average talent. So you're talking about because of his size and lack of play strength, you know, an unbelievable rebuild of the offensive line, especially the interior three, uh, with his inability to see to make sure that pocket has integrity consistently, um, and then a lot, a lot of talent around him. Um, you know, it's if I if I'm the new head coach of Carolina, that's a, it, that's a tough job. You know, I lived that 2017, you know, we, we, we drafted a quarterback the year before coach Nagy. Um, and obviously, you know, he, he, he didn't pick him and, and he inherited him. Um, and we entrusted him with making coach or making Mitch Trubisky, the, the franchise quarterback. Um, and after a few years, he, he couldn't do what, Coach Nagy needed him to do or wanted him to do to run Coach Nagy's offense, and it got ugly. Um, and and I could easily foresee a very similar situation happening in Carolina because now the pressure's on you to make one guy work a system that you know might not be the system that you love or the system that you want to run as a as a head coach offensive coordinator you got to build it around a guy that has a very niche you know um uh talent you know in in the way he plays the game so very challenging situation to to walk into that job especially with the owner who's um you know that involved with with the previous year's pick no question Josh Lucas, former director of player personnel with the uh, Chicago Bears. Josh, you're the best, man. Appreciate you joining us. Let's talk next week when we're in Vegas. All right. Thanks, Doug. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, believe it, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
good song. The Johnny Carson theme, right? Hey, who wrote that? Skip, who do you think? It's your buddy. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get our way, a brand new show from My Heart Podcast, where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. Hear about Michael Bublé's entrance into show business. And get business insight from Mark Burnett. Find out what scares my son-in-law, Jason Bateman. And discover the bragging rights that come with beating Michael Jordan at golf. Together, we know just about everything everybody including sitting presidents so join us as we ask the questions they've not been asked before tell it like it is and even sing a song or two this is our podcast and we're going to do it our way listen to our way on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts I'm John Seifer. And I'm Jerry O'Shea. We spent over 30 years in the CIA uncovering global conspiracies. Conspiracies aren't just a theory to us, which is why we started our podcast, Mission Implausible. Everyone has questions about conspiracy theories, but with our background, we can actually answer those questions. We break open modern-day conspiracies and tell you which elements may be the real deal. Like, did Bill Gates use COVID vaccines to microchip us all? We all do have tracking devices. Mm -hmm. We carry them around. We spend a lot of money on them. And what's actually on Hunter Biden's laptop? You are talking to the guy that has three of Hunter Biden's laptops and cell phone. And what did the deep state build under Denver Airport? Do you think there are secret bunkers? That's just on my list of questions I have about Jesse Ventura. It's our mission to get to the heart of these conspiracy theories and figure out the why, the how, and especially the if. Listen to Mission Implausible on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's the Doug Gottlieb Show. Shortly after the show, our podcast will be going up. If you missed today's show, be sure to check out the podcast. Just search Doug Gottlieb wherever you can download your podcasts. Also, uh, subscribe. Follow, rate, review our podcast. Again, search Doug Gottlieb wherever you get your podcast. You'll see today's show posted right after we get off the air. Let's get to a game. That's game, huh? Game time. This is game time on the Doug Gottlieb Show. Uh, what'd you actually do? It's okay. We're, we're good. We got I'm, the game. I accidentally hit the uh, dragged something on my screen, so it's just the closer <laughs> right now. So I'm trying to get the full one back. Uh, um, and what's the game today? Yeah, the game today is. This is game time. It's game time on the Doug Gottlieb Show. All right, the game today is. I feel a draft. Two-round draft today. It starts with Doug Gottlieb picking first. I will pick second. Jason Stewart picks third, and then Chris Perfett fourth, and we will reverse it in that order. Guys, today we are drafting the most memorable moments from these NFL playoffs. The 12 games that we have in the books, what were our most memorable moments from those 12 games? Doug Gottlieb, we start out with you at number one overall. Memorable moments. Hmm. I'm gonna say. Oh man. Um, most memorable moment I think is Buffalo missing the field goal. Hmm. Buffalo's missed field goal. Wide right. Yeah, wide right. 
It was Buffalo. It was wide right. They were the one seed. It was the only game that came down to the last play. Buffalo. That, that's my final answer. All yeah. right. Scott Norwood would have been like, oh, I thought I was over that. Now it's all being brought back. <laughs> I, I have to kind of check myself here because I think that there were other plays that were more important. But as a whole, I think people will remember this play more than anything. And it's Dan Campbell going for it on fourth down the first time up 14. I believe that the second time was more egregious. I believe that there were other plays in that game that had more of an impact. But as a whole, Dan Campbell going for it on fourth and two up 24 to 10, I think is a great spot for number two. Were you screaming at your TV to, to go for it? Or in the kick field goal? Um, no, I thought he should go for it at that time, actually. At that time, I was good with. It was the one That's where they could have tied it. Yes. Yeah, that one, the play was right. It was right off of his hands, too. It's a play the Lions have run 100 times. All right, Jason, you're up at number three. Um, third and five. Mahomes is scrambling. Second quarter against the Ravens. The Chiefs are just like moving the ball. Like the, the Ravens could not stop them on third or fourth down for the first two quarters. And uh, Mahomes just throws up this little, uh, I don't even know what you call it, a quail snort, duck snort. It's like a sky hook. <laughs> and Kelsey makes a diving catch like he's in the outfield, like he's Andrew Jones in the outfield or something. You never see receivers catch balls like that, like a little dying quail uh, that sticks out in my mind. It's mm. a good, good pick, Chris. You're up. All right, so I'm going to go back to that Chiefs Ravens game, and it's going to be the, the the play to seal it. You want to talk about ballsy moves, throwing it to get the first down to seal the game, and you and Mahomes is the one to launch it out there to Marquez Valdez Scantling. Mm, just yes. very, just clean all around. Just really cementing why, like in in when Mahomes has the ball last, just watch out. The other one I'm going to go to is actually earlier in these playoffs. It's going to be the Cleveland Browns and the Houston Texans. It's not really one play, but it's a couple. It's I don't know if I've seen drives with back-to-back pick sixes. I felt so good about Joe Flacco going into these playoffs. We were memeing about Flacco being elite once again, and two pick sixes in quick succession. It uh, That's going to stay with me. All right, Jason. To me, um, earlier in the week I laid out there were like six things that happened that went against the Detroit Lions in that game that were just like so questionable. And the one the one that sticks out is that punt. Chris knows the name of the punter. I don't. He punted at like 80 yards. It was was an incredible punt that bounced on the one yard line. If if they if they just hold that at the one, that it's that could have that could have won the game. So uh, and it goes in the end zone for a touchdown. Okay. It's a good call. Good call. All right. I'm up at number number seven here. Uh For some reason, it sticks in my head. It wasn't crazy. But when the Packers went up 27 to nothing on the Dallas Cowboys, that was, that's when, wow, this is done. This bad boy is over with. So Jordan Love's touchdown pass to put the Packers up four touchdowns on Dallas for some reason sticks in my mind because I felt it just ended any hope of the Cowboys. I, I actually, I, rem- I was at Buffalo Wild Wings watching it and I turned to Hayes and I said, that's over. <laughs> Billy Packer, right? Yeah. <laughs> and by the way, Billy Packer was right when he said it about North Carolina, even though they came all the way back, whatever, and it was against Kansas sure. in the final four. But... Um, 
That's, those are good ones. Actually, you uh, know what? I actually and Kira, you got another one. Uh, no, I was just gonna say it was uh, twenty to nothing. So it was twenty to nothing. Yeah, we so got a couple tweets. I'm glad you corrected that. <laughs> yeah. uh, sorry. Um, well, it was twenty-seven-seven, wasn't it? Yeah, like? they had the interception. Uh, the that, back was picked off. That so. that was when I said yeah. it's over. That, that that's over. Um, okay, my last pick. Yep. Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey on the field after the game. Ooh. <laughs> you want to talk about something that will that highlight will, and if they win the Super Bowl, obviously, will go down forever. As well. Hashtag psyop. Hashtag psyop. That's game, huh? Game time. This is game time on the Doug Gottlieb Show. All right, coming up next, I agree with Cam Newton. Traveling for college hoops this year? Pro tip, stay at Graduate Hotels. They're obsessed with college basketball just like us. Each Graduate Hotel is like a shrine to the local team with lots of cool details for alumni, nods to school colors, mascots. Why would you stay anywhere else? They have 30-plus hotels in the best college towns, and get this, you can save up to 30% off with the code Doug. That's my name, Doug. Good at any Graduate Hotel location, anytime up to 30% off. So here's what you do. Book your stays at graduatehotels.com. That's graduatehotels.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I'm John Seifer. And I'm Jerry O'Shea. We spent over 30 years in the CIA uncovering global conspiracies. Conspiracies aren't just a theory to us, which is why we started our podcast, Mission Implausible. Everyone has questions about conspiracy theories, but with our background, we can actually answer those questions. Anyone can just start screaming about microchips and Jewish space lasers, but it's our mission to remove the bull and get down to what's real. Listen to Mission Implausible on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.